Hi, I'm Simon Rushton and this is Taxi Chronicles podcast. On this podcast, we spontaneously interview unsuspecting passengers with their permission, allowing them to share their intimate life stories and concerns. As our slogan states, real riders, real stories. Some riders prefer to be anonymous, while others ask me to tell their story later on. Either way, there are all genuine 5 to 10 minutes stories. So sit back and enjoy this episode. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another episode, another rider. We have the lovely Amanda in the car today. Good morning. <laughs> I've had a nice chit chat with her. Prior, she's a presenter um, for fashion industry. Well, she's been fashion a pre- TV. Sorry, actually. fashion TV. And um, what we're interested, as usual, is how you got into it, what motivated you to stay in that career, and what a typical day would be like. And did you meet any stars? Oh, well, the typical day was not as glamorous as what it all sounds. Fashion TV is a fantastic platform. We run in 365 countries. And basically, London was for the taking, and we distributed on Sky for a long time, which I launched. And it was about being available during London Fashion Week and interviewing all the designers who were coming down the catwalk, and also interviewing designers who couldn't get onto London Fashion Week, who, for example, went to London Fashion Scout because it was more affordable for them and they were often very quirky designers and very new and upcoming so it was super interesting Mm -hmm. to get the first nibs on them and find out where they were educated where they got their talent from and where they got their inspiration from so london fashion week is a a huge part of uh, the uk economy actually fashion is a massive part of the economy in england and it's a shame this year with covid that has come to a halt I suppose but a lot of it is online now and you can see a lot of 3d dimensional catwalk shows so you don't have to miss out on the fashion Mm -hmm. you just have to follow where Mm -hmm. what what do you think about this fast fashion well fast fashion it's like fast food there's always going to be somebody out there who wants it (laughs) Okay. okay so what motivated you How did you get into the industry? I suppose it was from the industry I'd been in before. I'd always been in textiles, but more on the selling point. And um, it was really my boss, Adam Lozovsky, who launched Fashion TV in Paris. And he was launching all over the world. And my children were growing up and I wanted to be involved. I wanted to be busy. I wanted to work. And it was just a great platform to be on. Okay. Great opportunity. I've always loved fashion, loved people, loved talking, as you can see. <laughs> yes, I can see. So, what for someone who was coming into the industry, or for, sorry, before I even ask that, how has the industry changed from when you started to now, to when you left? It hasn't really changed. You know, you'll have the big designers who will always come out with a wonderful couture collection and then you'll have the designers who come out with the high street collection everybody gets excited in autumn and in spring when the designers showcase their 
wonderful designs, you know, and there are just so many beautiful garments out there, whether it's silk or cottons or prints. And then, you know, we covered a lot of the wedding shows, which were very whimsical and just fantasyful and beautiful. It's just wonderful to see these creations coming out. You said you were in a lot of countries. Did that involve a lot of traveling for yourself then? Yeah. It's traveling. But mainly, you know, we'd do shows in Ireland. I would cover, I would cover Cannes Film Festival when all the stars were there for their film openings, for their premieres. Because fashion TV is not only a fashion platform, it's also about following the stars, following anything that's luxurious and lifestyle, you know, mm -hmm. a glitzy lifestyle. And we were there with the cameras and we would film and we would interview whoever was walking down that red carpet. So I assume you've, in, interv assume you've interviewed Naomi. Naomi Campbell, I haven't, but I've been in a shoot with her but I haven't actually interviewed her no okay and fashion TV have fashion but we TV. have people all over the world okay and so that wasn't my sector where mm -hmm. she was being filmed so okay. therefore the team there took over I'm with you who's the famous people most famous people you've interviewed so anything that stands out probably didn't really interview them but we were filming them and we were really up close with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie okay. during the Cannes Film Festival and she had the most magnificent gown on. It was just a quick hello. Um, there have been so many. I mean, we have had a whole, mm -hmm. really the best of the best on fashion TV, always. Roberto Cavalli. Um, oh gosh, there were just so many. What did you think of Angelina Jolie? Because I interviewed a lady, American lady, and she was from Hollywood. And she does events. She mm -hmm. did an event, and she said she, her impression of she said Angelina Jolie was so beautiful. So beautiful. She was so so she was just a figure She's of a absolutely woman. Absolutely stunning. And yeah, really very statuesque and yeah. very beautiful. Okay. Mm -hmm. And a beautiful smile. And yeah, I think she's charming. What do you wish you learnt, or you knew? when you first started in the industry that you know now? How to speak into a microphone properly. <laughs> uh, what's that secret? Explain it's that just secret. keeping it just that little bit away from your, keeping it about chin level instead of putting it as if you're about to suck a lollipop. Okay. That's, you know? <laughs> that's probably good advice it, from me. <laughs> keep it at chin level because then the volume stays the same. And also, you know, tactics on how to remember people's names because there are so many designers out there who are in certain countries you know Eli Saab amazing guy I interviewed him we went for cocktails in his apartment the whole team I mean he's a wonderful designer and you obviously names like that Roberto Cavalli, Eli Saab you know Giorgio Armani you remember all the big ones mm -hmm. but then there are quite a few then who are definitely up and coming definitely out there and if you haven't worked with them some of the names are quite complicated and mm. so that's a little trick I used to say hello I'm fashion TV and I would like to introduce the beautiful 
Yeah. And then I would have the microphone <laughs> over. Yeah. And they would introduce themselves, and I'd be going. Thank you. Thank yeah. But that's also a good little tip. <laughs> did anybody cotton on to that? Like any no. uh, interviewee? No, they, 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 they just, just said their name and went with the flow. Just said their names and went with it. Just that that was. Okay, you know, that's, something, that's something to remember as a podcaster. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you don't just quite remember their name. What's the main country for fashion in the world, would you say? I'd say London. I'd say it's an absolute yeah. hub for fashion. Okay. Massive. Okay, because I always think France or Italy for some reason. Well, Italy, obviously, you have some amazing designers, but where the real fashion cuts, it's definitely still London. Mm. Paris Fashion Week is amazing. Milan Fashion Week is amazing. New York Fashion Week is amazing. I mean, those are your four big ones. Oh, um, Paris, London and New York. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And none of that happened this year? Nope. Uh, it's a shame. But, you know, people are still hopefully drawing away and designing away. And yeah. uh, Fashion is something that will never die. Though, it'll so. never die. But, you know, the online retail is becoming stronger and stronger and the shops are getting emptier and emptier. And so unless, you know, what you have to look at the percentage of people who are buying the couture things, couture mm-hmm. garments, and you go... You know, right now, I mean, Harrods is not as busy as it was. Bond Street is not as busy as it was. I feel very sorry for all these people who work so hard, and it is a tough industry to be in. Apart from the jobs, do you think it really matters that people buy online? Being a big Amazon user myself. Me too. I'm a big online shopper. Well, I'm not a big online... I wasn't so much of a big online shopper, but I have become one. But I think that's time-related. Mm. You, know, you see what you like, and if you've got... You know, particularly if it's clothing, and if you've got the kind of figure that you can put on a size 10, then it's very easy to shop. Okay. See, with that, I was buying a, a tracksuit, for instance, yesterday. Mm-hmm. I have to see clothes. Yeah. I can't buy it online. Right. Maybe it's my structure, but I just... It depends how visual you are. A lot of people, if I read what the material is and I see it on a model online, I know how it's going to look. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do you reckon that's partly because of your experience in the industry? I think so, yeah, probably. I mean, maybe you have a knack for that anyway, but definitely working in textiles okay. for the last 30 years, I'm sure creates okay. a little bit of an idea oh. of how things are going to fall, how they're going to look, mm. where it's high-waisted, where it's not, if they're a drop, if they're not, if they're long, if they're narrow, if they're wide. You know, it's all of those things that you see in one look. Okay. My last... like you see the cars, as a great taxi driver, you see all the cars and you know exactly when to indicate, when not to, and when to stop. <laughs> yes. You see? That's your given okay. talent right now. I'm with you. So, my last question, mm-hmm. what's the impact you want to have on the world? Just to be a good, kind person and, you know, I just think you should treat people the way you expect to be treated and never anything less. And quite frankly, if you do that, life is sweet. Okay then. Well, thanks a lot for that informative uh, interview. Thank you, Simon. It was (laughs) lovely talking to you. My God, my journey's gone in a blitz. (laughs) Okay.
We hoped you liked that episode. Keeping in mind, we never know who we are going to interview. We post twice a day, 8am and 5pm GMT. Have you ever considered the future economies to invest in? Why not listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories? Considering Africa has the fastest growing economies and population on Earth and has done for many years, it holds 30% of the world's known natural resources. We publish twice a week, Tuesday, with a guest investor and Fridays talking about investment, politics and history, providing a clear understanding for any potential investor.